0: Welcome to Finish Lines and Milestones with Allie Brettknocker. Incredible stories and tales of triumphs with everyday people achieving their goals in fitness. This podcast brought to you by Athlete Bouquets. Celebrate finish lines and milestones of the people that you love by visiting athletebouquets.com. Welcome to episode 11 of Finish Lines and Milestones. This is Allie Bretnacker. And this episode is so great, guys. I met Preston Frazier in an airport on my way home from running the Fargo Half Marathon in Fargo, North Dakota, and I just knew I had to have him on the podcast. He's the perfect example of the kind of story that I want to share with all of you. And we talk about how he got into running, how he ended up running as many marathons as he has how he trains, which is mind-blowing, and what is up next for him. And for all of his friends and family listening, how lucky are you to know this guy? He's so, so great. So thank you, Preston, for coming on, and I hope everybody enjoys this conversation. Everybody, I am so excited to have my second virtual guest, but my first guest that I really, I literally met in an airport after the Fargo half marathon, for me, full marathon, For my guest here, Preston Frazier is joining me and I'm super pumped, but I also told Preston before I hit record that I'm nervous for this because I really don't know him all that well outside of our 15 minute conversation in airport. So welcome Preston. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Allie. Thank you for having me on the day and have this opportunity to talk about running. I've never, I've been running marathons for, I guess, 16 years now and (laughs) never been invited to just talk about. So, which I is
0: crazy that. to me because, so I met you going through security in Fargo, which yes. is a breeze because it's the tiniest place ever. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: and you were wearing your metal, metal, rightfully so. And so I asked you, I think I asked you like, Hey, how are you, you know, how are your legs feeling or whatever? And that we just started talking about running.
1: Yes. Yes yeah it was it was very interesting it was a few of us at the airport waiting i think we were all on the same flight the same flight. yep <laughs> fargo is not that big of a, <laughs> a town so and we pretty much most of us were there due to the fargo half marathon marathon shout out to fargo that was a great race it was and we just got into a conversation about running and um yeah i would just started telling you some of my running stories. So I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. And I, I asked you what marathon this was for you, what number marathon and your answer yes. was,
1: it was my 75th. Oh my gosh.
0: My oh.
1: 75th. Yeah. 75th. I guess. Uh, what is that? Diamond, diamond,
0: diamond or platinum. I don't know, uh, but it should I, be platinum. Uh, I mean, shoot. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. <laughs> which is nuts because then you told me you'd only been only been running marathons for 16 years, which if somebody does the math, you're like, well, that's, that's more than one a year. So how did you, I mean, how did you get started? First of all, how did you start running marathons?
1: So, so thank you for asking me that. Um, actually I just started running, um, around the time my daughter was born. Uh, my my first child, which was 2003. Uh, my wife and I, we lived in a house across the street from high school. So there was a track there. And so I was just like, you know, I wanted to start staying in shape. I, I was working out at the gym, doing some other things. I was going to a boxing gym, you know, things like that. But I wanted to put running into my 4K, you know, of, of exercise. So I went over, started going over the track. And I remember specifically telling my wife, I just want to run five miles. That's all I want to do, if I could run five miles. Because I remember running a mile, I could do it quickly, but then I'd, I'd be spent. And <laughs> yeah. so I was like, can, can I run five miles? And then I ran five miles. And I was like, wow, I ran five miles. And then I, I was just running. You know, I would go over to the track, not really consistently, because I was still going to the gym, doing those type of things but every so often i'd go over to the track and run, you know, five. But then, you know how things go. You got to do 4 times around the track for a mile. So, 20 times or 24 for six. It started to get monotonous just running around a track. Yeah. Yeah. So, so i started running in my neighborhood um once again just running. And a friend of mine I, I live in the Washington D.C. area, and they have this race called the Army 10 Miler. I don't know if you've heard of it. I know you have family.
0: Yeah, here. I haven't heard of the Army 10 Miler.
1: Yeah, the Army 10 Miler, really cool race, um, brings out a lot of support, you know, for the troops and what have you. So I signed up for it. This was in 2007, and I ran it, and it was so fun, you know, because that was my first competitive run. I never competed in a run and, you know, the crowds. And so I was like, wow, this is cool. So I just kept on running. But like a lot of things, I needed a goal because, you know, how, how it is. You do things for a while. And then I think sometimes with us, things tail off. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, weren't you running? And yeah, I used to do that. but yep. So <laughs> I gave my I gave myself a goal that I was going to compete in that. And here's where life changed for me. So it's 2007, and my wife and I were were at home. We're watching the local news. It's 11 o'clock, local news. And they say, oh, tomorrow is the second annual DC half marathon marathon. I told my wife, I'm going down there tomorrow, and I'm going to run that half marathon. And she was like, what? I was like, I'm going to go down in the morning. Now, Allie, this is crazy. Yeah. I literally, so I just got up. You know, they they had all the information on the local news. So I just get up, get myself together. I, you know, whatever. I took a water bottle, my phone. I drove down. It started at RFK, Robert F. Kennedy Stadium, where, where the Washington football team used to play.
0: Cool.
1: And I just go out there. At the starting line, I didn't even sign up.
0: I was going to say, <laughs> did they have race day registration? You just didn't even no. sign up. That's I just so went, out, well,
1: see, this was the second, and this was before rock and roll took it over. So this was okay. like DC all right, own marathon. This was the second, their second annual. So they weren't as organized. I just went out there. I started running. I ran the half marathon. I even got a medal. <laughs> I completed it.
0: Oh, man.
1: Um, Two hours. In under two hours, I didn't feel like I was gonna die. Wow. And that's on the drive home, I said to myself, next year I'm coming back here and I'm gonna run a marathon. And that's how it got started.
0: That is nuts, Preston. Nuts. So wait, so before <laughs> you ran even the 10 miler or the half, all you had done is run on a track, though. You didn't run anywhere else, or did you do well, yeah. By the
1: time, so my daughter was born in two thousand three. So by the time I ran the uh, army ten mile in two thousand seven, I I began running on road. You know. Okay, good. Because I'm road. just thinking
0: that's yeah. a lot of laps.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to your yeah. point. I started, yeah. yeah I okay. The around. Matt, Matt, my run has been my yes plan
0: forever. <laughs> I love that. I love that yeah. too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So.
1: So yeah, that's how it got started. And then in 2008, I um I started training, you know, because like the first time, you know, you're you want you don't want to injure yourself. Mm-hmm. I also it's, it's interesting, I must admit. I want to share this. I had a neighbor that used to live where I lived and he used to run all the time. He was a marathon runner. And I remember he injured himself. He blew out his mm-hmm. knee. And that ended his running career. And I remember he used to see me running and he and he told me something that always stuck with me. He was like, Preston, I know you're, cause I used to go to him for advice. Cause like I said, he's he had ran marathons, half marathons. And he was like, you know, take care of your body, listen to your body. Because at the end of the day, this is just an exercise activity for your health. Mm-hmm. And I always kept that in mind And what that meant for me is, and I know you're going to think this sounds crazy. I think I shared this with you at the airport. I only run once a week, that's it. Like many people that run marathons, they're running like 70, 80, some run a hundred miles a week. You know, they're running every day. I only run once a week. To this day. day. Yes, that's been my mantra. Once a week. But once I got serious, I had to make them long runs. Right. So, you know, I, I, you, I had to stop with the two mile here or, or mm-hmm. 5K, 10K there. So I had to start running long runs. And now I typically run like over the last several years, I usually average 14 to 16 miles a run depending on the year. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I just ran. I ran Monday. So that okay. was my run for a week and I ran like 15.85. So,
0: okay. You don't round it out like me. I'm crazy. I have to like run around in circles till it's even number.
1: <laughs> no, no. I, I try to keep it precise because you know, when I'm running a race can yeah. you know, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's wild. That's really cool. So do you typically, you said Monday for this week, is it always on Mondays you do a long run or do you, does it vary depending on your schedule?
1: Yeah, it varies depending on the schedule. Okay. You know, I, I keep a busy schedule. Also, I don't have the the type of work I do, I don't have the luxury from working from home. So okay. I have to go to the office. You know, I have a teenage son that still lives, you know, obviously lives with my wife and my 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 oldest child, my daughter, she's in college now. Um, but with him, you know, getting him to activities, mm-hmm.
0: all the things baseball. So
1: um, and my wife she, she you know she's the greatest she works she works at a high school she's a counselor so with that i have to get it in where i you know where i can fit it in you know
0: so did, what time did you run on monday then
1: monday worked out i ran in the afternoons okay. i usually i typically run early mornings so i typically mm-hmm. get up like cuz i'll run in my neighborhood mm-hmm. because also i think i share with you i hate the heat I'm not a warm. Yeah, I don't,
0: I don't like it either.
1: Yeah. So I'll get up early, uh, you know, around, you know, 1am. I'll go to bed like, you know, eight, get up at one, go do my run. And then, you you know, when I was younger, I would come back in, shower and go back to bed and then wake up. But (laughs) now that's the start of my day. So there's some work days where I've literally been up since 1am in the morning until I come home.
0: And run, and then you've run further than most every single person has ever run in their life. And then you go to work. It's like, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I'll, I'll do, yeah, there have been some mornings where I'll, you know, I get out there in the neighborhood around one, I'll get done around 3 30 because I'm running like 15, 16 miles, come home and just start the day. Go st- obviously straight to shower. Wow. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. But that's another reason why. I, once a week I couldn't do that every
0: day right yeah yeah Yeah. my brother and like my so it's my sister in-law that lives out they live in Alexandria and my Uh brother-in-law is a big marathon runner and he Mm -hmm. would he worked at EY in oh gosh I just forgot that Tyson's Corner is where their office is and so he would literally just run to work to as his long run he just like run to work this is not some days he'd run there and run back depending I can't remember the mileage to get there but uh it's just kind of funny like it's wild how people just fit it in. But I think runners are just nuts. It's like, well, I got to do it. I'm going to do it. I'll f- yeah. make time for it and get it in. I,
1: you talk about, I mean, on my running journey, like you said, get, where you have to get it in. There's been times, because like I said, my son is a high school baseball player. And he's been playing baseball since he was like six or seven. So I used to take him to practices all the time. And there's been times where I've ran in the parking lot. So Allie, I would drive my car to get the mileage and literally just run back and forth until I run. While and people,
0: the other parents are like, what the hell is Preston doing over no, there? Yeah,
1: after a while, <laughs> when really got to know me and know, yeah. Right, I know it. And you're like, no, I just get in my run in. What is this dude doing? He's like literally running back and forth in the parking lot, but you just, you gotta get it in. I mean, cause you can't, as you know, as a runner, you can't fake this, you can't get mm-hmm. out there and just run. I, I tell folks, and sometimes I, I think some people might think it's arrogance, but if you're trying to run, especially if you're around my age, I'm over 50 now, uh, you'll hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that because I'm some elite athlete. It's just the truth. Yeah. I mean, if you get further along, you you have to train to run. I think people know that, but You know, the old saying, which is true about us, crawl, walk, run. Yeah. You know, anybody can run. Everyone can run if, you know. So people think, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I can can do that. Mm
0: -hmm. And you could
1: if you train. Yeah. uh, Or you hurt hurt yourself. Yeah. I've unfortunately seen, I didn't see. One time, unfortunately, a gentleman passed away during the race. I was in New York marathon. He was a Brazilian man. And I remember, um, hearing about it. And then the second time I was running Chicago marathon and a young man passed away. And I remember I saw the commotion. I didn't know what happened to him. You, you know what I'm saying? You see the mm-hmm. medics and all, you, yeah. running the, you know, it's thousands of us. I mean, you've been in Chicago, you yeah. know, you just run by and then later on on the local I found beach, out yeah yeah that that young man had passed away
0: yeah I was I believe I was there that year you remember what year oh, that was 20 no I know
1: it, 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 it was one of the or years before the pandemic
0: okay it was maybe later okay it was later on then yeah. um unfortunately I ran one year where somebody passed away and I I believe it was a man younger man because it was surprising like oh my gosh like somebody who's young and in shape and which is just nuts. Yeah. It was very hot that year. I don't know if that was the same for the time you were it, there. It,
1: yeah. It, it may have been, it was a warm, it, it's funny. Cause yeah, Chicago has now been, it's like a warm re- weather race. You would never think that. Right. DC yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, it, and you know, like, like I said, at the time you see the commotion and, and I'm sure you, you're a runner, you know, a lot of often people need the medic. Right. Yeah. You no, know, they get injured mm-hmm. and what have, and like I said, then that evening we're we're back in the hotel. Oh, in the local news, and since it was in Chicago, they announced. Yeah, he that guy was in his twenties. I want to say he was like twenty six or something. He was definitely. Oh, in his 20s. that's really young. Jeez.
0: yeah, yeah. So
1: yeah. if, if call correctly. Mm-hmm. Google fact check
0: that later. Right. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> like, and I'm curious too. I I get my years mixed up, which I can only imagine. So I've run only seven fulls to compare, wow. right, to 75. Mm-hmm. So like trying to remember all of your races is like, to me, it's got to be tough because it's hard for me. Do you have a spreadsheet? Do you keep track yeah. of things like what yeah. you've done, your times, things like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm old school, you know, obviously when I started and uh, really tracking my running around like 2006, and six, seven when I started to run when I ran that Army 10 miler. Mm -hmm. So I had to do it spreadsheet wise. I, you know, I run with a stopwatch, you know, and track my time. So yeah, I've been doing that since 2007. Technology is advanced. You know, we have Strava and we have all these different apps, but I still keep my times in my spreadsheet.
0: Yep. I do too. So So, to be fair, I like have to, well, it's just nice to have it in one place too. So you can kind of see you know, how you've progressed or what, you know, keep track of PRs, things like that. So, so your first marathon was the DC one. So that is, has now become rock and roll, you said? Yeah.
1: Yeah, So rock and roll, when, when I ran that unofficial half marathon, (laughs) it was called like Sunrise Bank. It was like some sort of bank. Okay. Was, was sponsoring, but, but it was DC. They just had a sponsor, like Mm -hmm. how Chicago Bank of America sponsors it. And then you know, so yeah. So the first few years it was that bank or whoever was sponsoring it. Then I guess DC handed it over to Rock and Roll, and then the last several years it was Rock and Roll. But uh, okay. but unfortunately, they I, I they canceled the the full marathon.
0: Okay, I was so, wondering because I was going to say I didn't think that they had a full with that. Yeah, they don't have a full. Now. Marathon. Okay. They were
1: going to have I, and that was my go to because it's local. Right. Ran it every year. So I like ran it 12 years and then the pandemic hit and they didn't have it. And then when it came back, they only had half. So I don't Mm -hmm. participate anymore. But um, one thing I, I will say in the 12 years, and even when I ran the unofficial half, those 13 years, Ali, they changed the course every year, every year.
0: Oh. Every
1: year they change the course, and not always for the better. Not always for the better. So,
0: oh, I wonder why they do that. I, <laughs> like permitting, I, I, or if it's just to mix it up. Like they want to do that. It well, weird. So,
1: well, it's you know how races are we yeah. run through neighborhoods and communities. Some communities don't like yep. having people because you know there's trash. It affects their parking.
0: Mm-hmm. Remember that. So oh, yeah. some
1: neighborhoods start complaining. They actually did that with the Marine Corps Marathon, which mm-hmm. is sad because, you know, supporting our troops. But yeah, when I first used to run that, we used to run through certain neighborhoods. one time. And they they did this one year. I ran it. We literally had to run in the Pentagon parking lot. And I think everyone complained. They were like, this is ridiculous. I mean, was that at the we-
0: beginning of the race? No, towards
1: towards the end when we came back into Virginia. Okay. At the loop, we did like a half mile loop in a parking lot. A
0: parking lot. And you're like, this is not what DC has to offer. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, why? why? And and you know, the Marine Corps marathon is a big marathon. I have run that one too, by the way. It's one of my seven. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you got people coming all across the country, all across the world. Mm -hmm. And you got them running in a parking lot? Come on.
0: Yeah. They only sure. did that one year. OK.
1: But uh, yeah, that's I think with D.C., that's what was going on. You know, people were like because towards the last few years we used to run. They had us running in a park okay. um, on the back end. And We always used to run in the neighborhoods. And then in the back end, we ran and I forgot the name of the park. We ran in the park and that was awful because the park was hilly. Oh no. Huge hill. So you're running this huge hill at like mile 22 when before you were just oh,
0: taking cruising a along. On. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah.
0: One good. of the, one of the fond memories I have of the Marine Corps was eating donut holes. And I think it was like right after mile 20. I just remember it so vividly of like, that looks amazing. I'm going to eat a donut hole because why not? While I'm running. And I, I ran that race with my dad, who's a big runner. Oh. And so that was really special. And um, I really, I loved it. I would love to do that one again. I thought it was a great, great race, but it's been probably been over 10 years now since since Marine Corps for me. But um, I need to hear more about some of your favorite races. I mean, you've run 75. Some of those are probably you've run the same race a few times, but what are some of the highlights?
1: So I wanted to touch on just one of my favorite races, the... Pick up what you said with family is got to be. I ran the Detroit Marathon in 2019, so I have family in Detroit. I also have family in Chicago, and my family in Detroit were like, "Why? Why do you always run the Chicago Marathon? Why don't you run Detroit now?" (laughs) And you know, if you're not in the running community, you don't realize like Chicago is one of the biggest marathons in the world. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, that's why I run it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and so one year. I was like, okay, I'll run the Detroit Marathon. And the Detroit Marathon has two options: you can run Detroit, Canada, because it's right, you know, it's right near Canada, or you can just run in Detroit. I chose to run the Detroit, Canada, which was cool because you fascinating. cross in the Canada, yeah. you go to Canada for a few miles, and then you come back. Here's here's something interesting that I experienced when you start the race and you go into Canada, you go over. A bridge, but when you come back, you come through a tunnel. And man, Allie, tunnels are hot. I think we've all driven through tunnels. Yeah. I don't think anyone has ever walked through a tunnel. Tunnels are like ovens. When you go deep underground, you know, because we had to run that whole tunnel and, you know, it's going underwater. So we were deep underground. The tunnel was only like maybe it was like three miles distance. Three miles.
0: Yeah. That's still, that's a lot. I was picturing like, I don't know, a mile max, but that's a long time to be underground.
1: Well, maybe I'm fudging. But still, like,
0: but farther. I'm just trying to picture. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because remember when you're driving, the tunnel starts, you got to drive down to get under and then drive and then come back up. Mm -hmm. And now you got thousands of runners in this tunnel. Allie, it I was getting, I was like, oh my god, this is getting so hot. Mm. I, you know, you're trying to run harder to get out of the tunnel. Yeah, but that, that was just an interesting experience. But if regarding the family part, mm-hmm. it was really cool because one of my one of my cousins, his wife, she was out uh, as a volunteer, so she was at one of the hydration stations. Oh, fun! And then I had another cousin who was cool enough to ride his bike and pace me for like 3 4 miles. Shout out to my cousin Marcellus for doing that.
0: That's nice. And that was
1: really cool. And and then when I got to the finish line, I my whole family was there. Usually I don't I don't see them, but because Detroit wasn't that big, it wasn't that big of a race. I saw my wife, my son, my daughter, they oh. were right there cheering me on. I saw a couple of my cousins. It was wonderful. I'll never forget that. It was wonderful.
0: Oh and yeah. That is so, so special. Seeing yeah. familiar faces is yeah. so great. And but seeing your whole family. Yes. That's yes. really special.
1: Having them have hearing them scream and cheer. Mm-hmm. That
0: was, yeah. And now for the logistics of Detroit, Canada, was there passports involved at all then? Yes.
1: Yeah. You had to, you have uh, to do it
0: while you were coming back in the country or was it part of the race logistics?
1: Oh so, yeah, it was race logistics. So okay. when you submitted, you like, you know, wrote your information, but obviously when you got to the expo, you had to present your passport Yeah. Okay. and then they gave you a special bib. And so, um, but here's the thing I run with, like a lot of runners who run with a camelback or I run with okay. a satchel. Okay. You couldn't bring that. You couldn't bring that in. Oh so, no! Yeah, so because obviously you're you're running, and so I had to I had to make a decision, like because I'm running, and there are like police or troopers or whatever, like because they had a, the way they had us filing, and they were like, hey, they give you a tag and they take it. Oh, and so I was like, well, wait, I got to <laughs> grab some stuff out of this. Yeah, you know, I need you know some stuff, so I just yeah. ended up. And that was one of the few races where I'm one of these runners, you know, because I've ran so many marathons, I have a routine mm-hmm, for success. Mm-hmm. So that all I ended up with was my phone. And I know there's runners like that, like yeah. I heard, like I heard
0: Alyssa, yeah, my friend. I'm
1: like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, all I do is run with a phone. I don't okay. know how to do that. I don't me know how either. I yeah, six miles with just a phone. No, I need some support. But yeah, yeah. I just up having my phone that was it and so um but I you know I made it through so I guess if in the future if I just ran I would never run a race with just my phone but if I had to I guess I could.
0: right I mean I guess if you're forced to do it yeah I'm I'm pretty now I used to run with a camelback occasionally now I I don't do that anymore Mm -hmm. um I can't remember what like why or when maybe it was a race where I couldn't have one at all like they didn't allow them and so I was like well okay um, but yeah, I've got my goo, like, I've got to have my certain flavors of goo, you know, it's, you know, I, I can see being very particular. And then did they tell you that was going to happen? Or, I mean, are you just, cause that no, seems like they, it would be pretty jarring. Yeah,
1: they, they didn't tell us which, which was ironic because yeah. you would think, cause I've been in races where they've had restrictions. Um, you know, some of the races like post, uh, you know, the unfortunate event in Boston post. Mm-hmm. 20. Boston Marathon Mm -hmm. got real restrictive on camelbacks and satchels and what have you. And I I had to run a marathon where you couldn't have music. That was crazy. Like what? Yeah. They were like no earphones. And so you had to put your earphones up. Luckily, I, you know, most people just threw them in their pockets and then later on put them on. But yeah, I was like, Why can't we have music running? But anyway, yeah, no, they didn't mention that at the beginning, and so it wasn't because I guess maybe because remember, like I said, some people could just do the USA only and just run. Yeah, yeah, but and then, like I said, when we um, came over the bridge, they filed us in a way, and they were like, "Oh, you know, pulling people aside." And remember, you you're you're now racing, so yeah, I'm like. like uh, you know, I'm, you're affecting my time. I'm standing. Yeah. With, Trying with, to wait you. for my bag. Oh, that's. Yeah. So they just, you, so I was just like, grabbed my stuff, gave it to them, They gave me the, the tag thing, you know, threw wow. it in my pocket and just ran off. Yeah. I, I ended up getting my, my satchel back, uh, you know, later on, you we went to the border.
0: Then, yeah. Yeah. I would have been like, I'm not going to wait for five, five minutes for my bag. Probably. Yeah. Well, in Fargo, that was the only negative thing I had to say about that race. I think, I can't remember. We talked about that. We probably did at the airport. I don't think you had checked anything, but the gear check at Fargo was really bad. Um, I think they changed it up for some reason. It wasn't very organized. I waited for about an hour to get my sweatpants and sweatshirts that I didn't even need, but I didn't want to leave them there. So anyway, Um, the other unique thing about Fargo was the two national anthems. Did they do Uh that in Detroit then because of Canada? I, they may have. Yeah. I thought that was so interesting. Sorry. What were
1: you going to say? No, I was going to say an hour to get your gear. It was horrible. Yeah.
0: So I'm like holding on my stuff. I've got like ice cream and I got like a donut and I got water and I'm just banana in my pocket. I was waiting. My poor sister didn't check anything and she waited with me. But yeah, we waited a long time. It was, and eventually they started letting runners like come under the the thing and go get, find their own bag, which was impossible too. It took me, I'm just lucky that I, I almost gave up looking for it. I'm like, you know what? I'll just, whatever. I'll just buy another sweatshirt. But yeah. So anyway.
1: (laughs) Now on the opposite side, I have evolved like that. I don't use a gear bag anymore. And in my early runs, I would check gear. But now it's like, because when I'm done with a race, I just want to go.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, well, Preston, it was the first time I'd ever checked gear, if you can believe that too. Yeah. So it was my 50th half marathon and okay. I had never, ever checked gear. And I'm like, you know what? Fargo's going to be small. It'll be easy, you know, to do it. And then it wasn't. I was like, well, that's what I get for yeah. changing my routine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just wanted to leave and go get my post-race beer. That's what I wanted. And yeah. so I had to wait a while, but that's okay um so i love the picture you sent me by the way and your response to me asking you for a picture because does anybody have flattering photos of them running i don't know because i certainly feel like they're just always ridiculous
1: yeah i do have some photos of me running but they're not flattering (laughs) So i shared that that was that was a major accomplishment for me like yeah being goal-oriented that was another thing and even some of my friends that that have been supportive of my running I told him I was going to do 50 by 50. That was that was like my little hashtag 50 by 50. Oh, you know, 50 old. by 50. And I, I did it by 48, you know, I was 40 years, <laughs> years old. And of course, you know, I remember when I was nearing my 50th marathon, I pride myself on being clever. So my wife was like, OK, so 50 is coming up. So where are you doing? I was like, there's only one place to do your 50th marathon. Hawaii 5-0. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I wish I would have thought of that for my 50th half, but I did my 50th state, which I still thought was clever, but Hawaii
1: well, 5-0. Oh. Yeah. 50th state, That that's a big deal. That's kind of a side goal I'm trying to get to. And so, of course, my wife loved it because I was like, obviously, we'll make a vacation. Of right. It. Pack your bags, too. So we went to the big island. We had been to Hawaii before. I have been to Hawaii a few times, um, been to Maui, obviously been to Honolulu, uh, o, uh, Oahu. Um, but it was our first time to the big island, to mm-hmm. the actual island of Hawaii. It, so here's the thing with that alley. So it was a marathon, half marathon. It was it was a, what I call a, a, a double back. That's when, you know, when you run and you run back, okay. Okay. So the half marathon, you know, we ran that double back six, six and a half, whatever, and then back to the starting line. And then the marathon has continued. That was through a national park. Majority of that race was in uh, Hawaii's national park alley. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. I mean, the flora, the fauna, waterfalls. I mean, uh, i I've never ran with a GoPro, but I wish I would have uh, ran with that so okay, half marathon is yay, we're finished. You know, marathon is keep going. The second half of the race, we ran by the airport.
0: Oh shit!
1: <laughs> we ran just <laughs> in some random streets. I oh, mean, because no. <laughs> because because like an island like Hawaii is not condensed, so it's not like when you run through a neighborhood. There's like a home, and then a lot of road, and then another home. <laughs> so you're just running off road, literally with just the other runners. It was deserted, needless to say. Oh. So that back end was just like, I mean, it was still nice because you know the water and still you know, but yeah. it wasn't at the front end. It wasn't
0: like- man, yeah. You'd almost wish they would have just told you to say, okay, do the. Go do it again, yeah. what you just did, yeah, versus. That's, that's
1: what several of us were saying, yeah. Like, after the race, why didn't we just do the whole marathon, just turn
0: around and yeah. go back?
1: Again? Yeah,
0: yeah. So, I'm sure people would complain about that too, but it's you know it'd be better to see all the flora and fauna than airports yeah, and. Because yeah. it wasn't like it was
1: thousands of people out cheering us when we were mm-hmm. running, through, right? Because, yeah, um, it's an that's island, tough. so yeah. Yeah, but it was still a great. Great race, and I, I did it. And and the interesting thing was, I ran the DC marathon the week before, and so that was my my 49th. Right, I was so nervous. <laughs> because I was like, I cannot injure myself. In and yeah. Whatever I do, <laughs> I not injure myself. Yeah. Because one, we booked a vacation to Hawaii. So we were gonna go regardless. If my yeah. life was like, "If you break your leg, we're going." Yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> I would have totally defeated the purpose. I would have been so bummed. Yeah, that been so hit. hard. And I could run, so I was just yeah. like, "Preston, just get through this race." You know, and and I I did obviously number forty nine, but um, yeah, yeah, and then ran ran it.
0: Yeah, ran I it. can I can relate to that because of my fiftieth half being in. Fargo. I did the Indianapolis mini marathon in, um, it was a couple of weeks before. And I was so nervous. Like I have young kids and I was like, please do not cough in my face. I cannot be sick because yeah. I'm going. And I, yeah. you know, I get in my head like, Oh, is that a scratch in my throat? Like, am I going to, I'm like, I don't care no matter what I am hobbling. I'll walk the whole damn thing, but I'm doing it.
1: Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And the real will with was kind of like, clairvoyant about that was I, well, not clairvoyant in a positive, but I guess an unfortunate circumstance. That was the year that was the year I finally suffered an injury. I broke my foot during the Marine Corps marathon. Oh. So I had all those years of running. I started running marathon. in 2008. So we're yeah. talking about like in my 12th year, I finally injured myself. I broke my foot during my right foot. And I, I remember exactly where so it was so funny I we were running under the Kennedy Center or by the Kennedy Center and it felt like I stepped on like a a jagged rock and and I was like ah but it you know I didn't break it ended up being a stress fracture but yeah yeah still but I finished the race you know I I just kept I changed my gait and just Mm -hmm. obviously my my time wasn't great but when the race ended Man, it was like, I could barely make it back because you you ran Marine marine Corps. So oh, you know, yeah. the race ends at Iwo Jima, it's like crazy. And then like, I, since I'm local, I took Metro down there.
0: Yeah, it's I like, took oh, Metro cool. back too and it was rough. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm yeah, trying yeah, to I remember that. On, unbeknownst to me, a broken foot.
0: Foot, oh man. And
1: I'm like, ah, my, like every time I put it down, Allie, I was like, ah! Oh my god! So, but but here's the thing. Yeah. So it's always a story with me. So I get home. I tell my wife, I think I broke my foot. Even though I'd never broken anything, my foot was killing me. So I went, got X-rays, and um, they were like, "Oh yeah, these X-rays are negative. We don't see anything." And so I was like, "No, no, <laughs> I I'm, my foot." So I went to a podiatrist. Uh, orthopedic and he was like yeah um there's no yeah the x-rays don't lie so he so he recommended he was like because he was like how often you run so I, I was like oh yeah that was like my third straight marathon in three weeks <laughs> he was like he was like sir, you, sir. Need to chill. <laughs> you need to take a break so i was like okay all right so i didn't run and because I had a I had a marathon, I had the Las Vegas marathon coming up. So uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to chill because I wanted to run that. That was a great race. I don't know. Have you ever ran Vegas?
0: I have run roll? the rock and roll half. Okay. there's The one I did is in February. At the end of February, there's only a half. I don't know if there's another one that has a full.
1: Yeah, they or they used to
0: have a full. Okay. They don't anymore. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. But, but you run the strip. Which is cool.
0: Well, I, yeah.
1: Yeah. So when we finished, so I ran it, and then my foot was hurting again, and but it wasn't like as bad as Marine Corps, but mm-hmm. it was still hurting. I ended up finishing that, and running down the strip like the last I think mile is just incredible, and it's at night, obviously, mm-hmm. lost all the lights. I mean that that was incredible. Yeah, and I'm like my foot still hurts. So I went back and got X-rays again, and yeah, I had a stress fracture.
0: Mm-hmm. You're like, huh? They don't lie, huh? Well, they lie? Yeah. But they do and there it is. So were you in a boot for a number of weeks? Then after that, or I
1: I didn't have to have a boot that time because I ended up breaking my left foot and I had to have a boot when I broke my left foot. For my right foot, I had to wear one of those makeshift shoes. They're like it just has a plank under okay. it. Yeah, oh. and so I wore that for a while and then just had to wear like loose shoes. Yeah. And because it wasn't that severe. Now, when I broke my left foot, yeah, I had to wear a boot. Luckily, I didn't have surgery either time, but yeah, I had to wear a boot when I broke my left
0: foot. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, I was going to ask you if you'd ever been injured. So, yeah, because 75 marathons, that's, I mean, I was trying to do, I didn't do the math, but it's like over 16 years, 75 marathons, that's a lot of marathons every year. What's the most, do you know, the most you've done in a single year? Nine. 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 Yeah. My God. You
1: no, know, you know when when you first start, um, because once again, as you know, running a marathon, even a half marathon, that's a big venture. Mm-hmm. So when I first started, I was running like two a year. You know, mm-hmm. I run one in the spring, one in the fall. I would run yep. DC in the spring and whatever in the fall. And then as I started to get more comfortable and really like, oh, okay, I'm really good at this. I can run. Then I started picking up. The mm-hmm. And then yeah, one year I ran nine.
0: nine in one year and you're also a six-star finisher I don't want to forget about that because that's a huge deal
1: yeah so like with that I didn't even know that was like a real thing thing like in 2015 like now it's a big deal yeah but back in 2015 it was like that you just knew the big races you know like anything Mm. like 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 I guess like with tennis and golf, you know. Right, you other. know
0: the big things, yeah. Yeah, you know the big ones. And so mm-hmm.
1: I knew all the big ones. And so um, once, once I did Tokyo, I was like, okay, if I do London, I've done, cause you know, the first one I did was New York and then I did Chicago and then I did uh, Berlin and then Boston. No, no, Boston, then Berlin. And then so when I got into Tokyo, because I do lottery for Tokyo, I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to do London. And so when I did it, I didn't know. I was just like, yeah, I ran all the big six. And then I remember this package came and my wife was like, you got a package. And I was like, I didn't order anything. So and it was just that that like six star thing. They sent it to me and I was like, wow, you get a medal for this. And. Uh, <laughs> So this is cool. Yeah, now it's well known. I mean, go to the expos and they're like, "Be a six star finisher." Yeah, yada. yada. So, but yeah, in twenty fifteen, it it wasn't like it didn't have all the the fanfare it has now.
0: But that is so fascinating that they mailed it to yeah. Because now, you you know you get it at the race where you're gonna where you finish. Yeah, which is cool. But um, but that story is really cool because you didn't really even know. What a nice surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, I I
1: knew obviously knew of it and knew of this mm-hmm. races, but I didn't know it came with any added accolades or anything. Yeah. I just thought a hey, sense done some. of accomplishment to be able to do. And I remember one of the first races. I think it was in Chicago where they had like the big bulletin where all your name. I I did go over and look at my name, and I I took a picture. Uh huh. Yeah aim on it. So
0: yeah, I was. That yeah. was cool. that's yeah. so cool. So Tokyo, London, Berlin, are those the only international races that you've done?
1: No, I've ran the Buenos Aires marathon, which was really cool. Um, I've ran Bahamas. That's
0: How about yes. you don't like heat. What time of year was that?
1: Uh, the Bahamas was in January.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, that would.
1: And the race started at like five in the morning. Okay. So way before sun the sun came up. By the time the sun came up though, it got hot real quick. I bet. Yeah, those are the outside of London, Tokyo and Berlin. Only in Buenos Aires and uh, in the Bahamas. The rest have been in state.
0: In state. Oh, what was I going to ask? Oh, I was going to ask, have you ever not finished a race?
1: No. I fortunately I finished all 75. That's another thing I worry about. I finished all 75, You, you know, even so it's interesting. The second time I broke my foot was in San Antonio. I ran the San Antonio marathon in 2021. Yeah. 2021. And that time, which was funny, I didn't even realize I broke my foot I thought like I pulled a hammy or something because I was really struggling. And so I was just like, okay, let me slow down. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, my worst time ever, like five hours, 20 minutes, you know, but I was like, I'm going to finish this race, Yeah. you know, and, you know, I'm walking it, you know, and I'm like, oh, God, I really injured myself. But I didn't think it was my foot. And then after the race, you know, I go, I shower, I'm hanging out on the river walk. I'm. know just walking around and got went restaurant got something to eat and then in the middle of the night I wake up to go to the bathroom in the hotel and I step out of the bed and I like started screeching and I look at my foot and it's huge oh no I broke my I knew I broke my foot I knew it yeah and so that's why that one was more severe than the first one because, like I said, I had to wear the boot. Yeah. At first, the orthopedic thought I was going to have surgery because mm. when they first looking at it, but after you know a little while, they were like, "Yeah, we think looking at subsequent X rays, it we we believe it'll heal on its own. Let's monitor it." Mm. And you know, I was constantly going back to the podiatrist, orthopedic, but yeah, it healed. I didn't have to have surgery, but yeah, I had to wear that boot for like a while. Yeah. And that's. And that's why I'm no longer, I'm now in my fun running stage now. I I don't, I'm not really like prior to breaking my foot the first time. I was really like, I've got to improve, you know, Mm -hmm. like watching my diet, like every, like when I would run, like, okay, this next mile I'm sprinting, you know, and all (laughs) like that. Now I, I just run. I just run because I'm not the same runner. You know, I, people are like, well, Preston, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, I suffered two foot injuries that for like 24 weeks, that's almost half a year where I couldn't run. Oh. And I'm like 50, you know, I'm not, I'm not a young man. Like that is a severe, if you can't run for half a year at my age, you're going to have a hard time. Mm. And, and I full-time. It's not like, you know, the run. (laughs) So, you know, I'm never going to be that same runner I was in like around 20, 2018, 2019. Cause I'll tell you one of my, one of my favorite races, this was like 2018. I was running the New York marathon and I, I can't do this anymore, Allie. I was running the New York marathon. My pace was slowing down and I was around mile 24 and I was trying to break four hours. And I looked at my watch and I was like, if I don't hightail it on this mile, I'm not gonna break four hours. And Allie, I just blazed it. Ran mile 24 to 25 in less than nine minutes. Mile 24 to 20, and I was doing, by that there's, back, I was doing like a 12 minute mile.
0: There's I, hills I, there too, that's Central and,
1: Park. Central Park. That's nuts. And, and I crossed the finish line in less than four hours. I couldn't do that today. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, so I, could not... mentally, I could do that. Yeah. But I, I just, I I cannot run an eight minute mile on the 24th mile. No, I can't yeah. do that. Yeah, but that's nuts. I'm so proud of myself because I literally looked at my watch and I was like, Preston, you got to do this and i did it i can't like do I said, that i couldn't do that today i couldn't do that today so i could yeah.
0: barely do that today like that and i actually was there in 2018 is the year that i ran new york oh, okay. um, yeah. and i didn't really know i'm more i i don't really look at course maps kind of weird like mm-hmm. that and so i really didn't know much about new york other than hearing that the bridges had some elevation i did not really know that central park had hills because i had run in central park but central park is huge and so the parts that i'd run in were flat and so this was like (laughs) you get there and you're like what i already ran over all the bridges this is not fair (laughs) so i'm just even more in awe that you could hightail it during the end of that race because it's hard i mean there's a lot of spectators there which is amazing but those hills whoo
1: yeah yeah. So yeah, that, that was one of, that's one of my favorites, just for that, that really digging deep, mm. uh, you know, you hear athletes talk about professional athletes talk about it all the time, but I'll never forget. Cause I wanted to, I wanted to fit. Cause at that time I was always like, I, you know, my goal was always every race I'm running under four. And, and it had been a while since I ran a, a sub four marathon in New York, because I was familiar with it, I was like, because that was the type of runner I used to be. I was like, this mm-hmm. is it. I'm coming in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm running under four. And then when I got there. And, uh, and so the funny thing is, and then the, the, like a few weeks later, I ran Philadelphia and I ran that under four. That was actually the last time I ran under, uh, did a sub four. Because like mm-hmm. I said, since breaking my foot, the yeah. best I, I, I guess the best I've done now was Fargo. I did that four hours and six.
0: Yeah. I looked you up actually. You did great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's the best I've done since. Um, yeah. Probably since uh, Philadelphia, since pre breaking my, my, my right foot and then left foot. Yeah. So, um, but see, that was, that was flat. Mm-hmm, nice and flat. <laughs> a little <laughs> nice. warm
0: though. It got, it got a little. A little
1: no warm, no warm. My, my, my perfect race is obviously a flat race. Mm, mm-hmm. Cold, I need it to be 40 degrees. I run my best in 40 degrees. I picked that up when I was running those um, virtual marathons. When it's, when it's 40, it's perfect because it's not freezing, but yeah. it's cold enough where I won't sweat. Once I start sweating, Ali, I'm no good anymore. But if I can run fast and not sweat, I'm good to go. So it needs to be wow. 40, 40 the temperature, flat. It needs to be a big race though. I'm not good. I I learned that with these virtual marathons. Mm. People, man.
0: Yeah, people yelling at you. Yeah, yeah, I like, yeah. I like that. that. Energy is real.
1: It really is, yeah. That energy is so real. I I remember when I ran Boston and you're coming down the finish line like by the John Hancock Convention Center. And Boston's only race, well, they used to. I don't think they do it anymore since those madmen, mm. since the bombing. They used to have bleachers. So it was like you're running, like I guess, running into like a stadium. Yeah. And they're just cheering you on. I mean, that energy, mm-hmm. that energy is real that energy is real. And so, yeah, so I, I I need spectators. I can't like I ran the Delaware Marathon this year and we're like running some trail. It's like deserted. Yeah. Like uh 11 10 or 11 miles of the race. And yeah, you know, it's hard to keep going. You you have your pacers that you you know, you pick somebody up. But mm-hmm. it's just with no, no people out there cheering for
0: you. Yeah. 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 That's why we've, I mean, talked about Chicago a couple of times. Chicago is just lovely because it's got yes. over a million people. Yes. Spectating. It's just yeah, perfect for that. Yes. I, I haven't done Chicago in a long time since it became a lottery. I don't know if I will so, again, just because of that.
1: I thought you were doing it this year.
0: No. Um, I promised my husband, I would not run a full marathon this year, so I'm not running oh. a full marathon. Okay. Um, hopefully next year I'll do I'll do one, but um, yeah, last year I ran the CNO monumental marathon in Indianapolis, which is where I'm from. Um, I'm also on their board. So that's, I I was like, well, I need to run the marathon because I need to know what it's like, you know, and it was great. The weather was very, very windy and not the best, but, um, but it's a nice flat, flat course, but it's, you know, there's not a ton of people in Indianapolis. So the spectators, you know, there's, there's certainly some and they're great, but it's a lot of it is you've got to be kind of in your in your own head and have the right playlist, I guess, for, for me, but, um, which is a good, good segue because I can't believe we've already been talking for almost an hour, Preston. I could talk to you all day about running, especially since you've run so many races. Um, you can help me pick my next one, but, um, do you have, I have two questions for you for like the end of the podcast. And one is, you know, do you have a certain song or a mantra that when it comes to running?
1: So I, so obviously I, I run with music
0: mm-hmm.
1: and now I have a song. It's by a singer, old R&B singer. Her name, she's not old, but she hasn't really been out that new music. Her name's Keisha Cole and it's called. Oh
0: yeah. I know Keisha Cole.
1: It's over. And I play that now. If I'm at the end of a race and it happens to pop up, I oh. will. Leave. It's like, I just want it to be over. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh. okay. I, I won't automatically, so it, yeah. But, a, um, one year I was like around mile 24 and the song popped up, and I just looped that until I and got you're like, finished. yes, yes, it's over,
0: it's like so close. I'm gonna have to play that after this because I'm sure I know it. I, yeah, yeah. that's that's um,
1: great. Yeah, some of the there's some songs I keep constant and, um. One, like if if I'm running, um, well, I, you, you know, when I run in general, if I'm running a trail, there's a Miles Davis song. Sheesh, I can't remember the name, but it's like a 12 minute, it's a 12 minute song. And it's got a cool, you know, jazz song, but it's got a cool drum beat. Mm. Solea, that's the name. Okay. That That song just gets me going. It keeps me focused. But when I'm running races, I mean, you know, I, I got some go-tos like I'll, I'll try. I used to, when I was really, so Ali, when I was really into my thing, you talk about not knowing the courses, I was the type that had the course down. And then I would look at the course, the elevation, and I would make my playlist. Oh boy. So I need these songs when I'm coming up this hill, yada, yada, but, um, one, one song I I used to hear when I was a kid, and I heard it at at like the beginning of the race. That's now in my playlist is Van Halen's Jump. It mm-hmm. really gets going at the beginning of the race. Yeah. Um, there's a song now that that stays heavily in my running rotation by a uh, artist Anderson Paak called Bubbling.
0: That okay. song
1: we going, and of course I think a lot of runners have uh, Eminem's Lose Yourself.
0: Oh yeah. Uh huh
1: is just so inspirational.
0: Yes. Um, so good.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, when you're like trying to dig deep, yeah. You know, you only get one shot. Yeah. You know? So that that song stays in my rotation. But yeah, you know, I'll switch it up depending on on the races. But yeah, before I, I was will, really big, I was one of those runners, like I, I would keep my pace like like I told you, that's how I mm-hmm. did. And I would also, and I think I do need to go back to doing this. I stopped, but I do need, because as I've gotten older, especially in warm weather uh, races, I need to know where the hydration stations are. Right. I used mm. to, like, I would write them down and keep, like, a little cardboard thing. And so I would know. Oh, that's And I stopped doing that. But I need to, because now as I've gotten older, because I, I think I could have broke. I could have had a sub four at Fargo, but towards the end, I was like, "When is this hydrate?" I was slow. <laughs> Where's the down. water? Yeah. yeah. Had I known, if I would have had my little card, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, 24, Come on, Preston. Yeah. Keep it cool. But it was just like I was just slogging. I didn't care. Yeah. yeah. I was like, and It ended up costing me. But-
0: yeah. Well, there's no shade, and I think we talked about how the lady's like, "Oh, the dome's right there," and then you're like, "Where?"
1: Oh, oh yeah. Well, you, you know, spectators are good for that.
0: Yeah. So, yeah spectators. It's almost be done. Like, no, it's not. Yeah,
1: you're almost done. No, I'm not. You know? <laughs> Shut up. Especially if you ran a race that you never ran. And right. then you like, yeah, the finish line is right. And the
0: finish line is not right around. <laughs> like, but thanks, for, thanks right. for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. Oh gosh. Um, okay. Yeah. And then second question. Is what is your next finish line or milestone upcoming? I want to hear about your goals too, that you have now that you've hit 75. What's, what's next?
1: So my, I think I share with you, my next race is Chicago. So Mm -hmm. I don't have a marathon until October. It's summer. So I don't run any, any marathons in the heat like that. My, my goal. So I had a big plan before the pandemic, I was going to go, my wife and I were going to take a vacation. We're going to go to South Africa. I was going to run a marathon. We were going to spend like two weeks there. And I was going to run this marathon in the spring. Uh, Pretoria has a marathon in the spring. And of course, pandemic killed all that. Yeah. So now I, I decided there's a race in the fall in November. And so we're going to go. Well, I told her so interesting. I celebrated. My wife and I went out to dinner. I celebrated my twenty first wedding anniversary yesterday. Oh well, happy
0: belated yeah. anniversary.
1: Well, thank you. And so we were out. We had a nice dinner, and so I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to run." So we'll go. It's in November, and so yeah, that's that's my next milestone. Cool. Yeah, so we though it's in it's in November, and um so i'll register and then we'll we'll make it yeah. a vacation.
0: Wow, that's cool. Yeah.
1: That's really cool. South Africa. So that's yeah. And then and then maybe eventually oh, i'm running i'm going to run disney.
0: Oh, January. i have January. been in so intrigued by the whole disney thing. I think it's just such a different culture, right? Than like yeah. the big six and all that. It's like yeah. no, you're like taking pictures with, you know, all the characters and riding rides and my friend did it last year and like finished with a beer in her hand. Like it's very different. <laughs> yeah. Um, that'll be really fun.
1: Yes. Um, and I've never been to Disney World. We, you know, we we took our kids to Disneyland, but we okay. never been to Disney World. I mean, they're not, you know, my by the time I run this race, they'll be 20 and 17. Right. I don't even know if my daughter's gonna join us because she's in college now. But um I'm sure she'll she'll wanna come. Yeah. You know. But Yeah,
0: um, yeah. Gosh, that's so uh, exciting. So, are yeah. you? I mean, you're surely going to get to 100 marathons at some point.
1: Yeah. So at one time, I wanted to transition the marathons. I started swimming, and I was like, and I really picked up my swimming the first time I broke my foot. And I was yeah, like, oh, I did that. Maybe too. I'll do a tri- triathlon. Mm-hmm. I need to get a bike though. I don't. I don't have a bicycle. Yeah. Yet, so I need to get a bike. And maybe maybe down the line when my son gets out of high school, I'll, you know, I have some more time. Right. And like that. All
0: right. Well, you yeah. said you're on Strava, so we can be Strava friends. I'll find you. Are you? Yeah, I, I. But I.
1: I was only really big on Strava during the pandemic because of the. Okay. Okay. I, I don't really. So use now you it. don't do
0: use it anymore. Are you yeah. on? Are you on any social media platforms?
1: No, no. Cause yeah, of, I tried I'm to, just,
0: cause I tried to find you and I was yeah, like, well, man, then,
1: I'm on LinkedIn. Okay. So
0: I did. I did wow. see your LinkedIn and I saw you're a yeah. very smart man. <laughs> yeah. Holy you. cow. Yeah. So well, yeah. good. Yeah. We'll we'll have, we'll have to keep in touch. Um, and hopefully yes. our running paths cross again at some point. I just am so glad I got a chance to meet you and learn more about your running journey today. Like I'm just so in awe of you. So thank you. Well,
1: Ali, I appreciate it once again. Thank you for inviting me of on course. your podcast. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to kick it with you for an hour and just talk about running.
0: Yeah, it's the best. I could do this Yeah, yeah. all day, every day. So, well, perfect. Well, um, when people are listening to this, it'll be next Friday. So I hope everybody has, has a good weekend and happy running. Yes, happy
1: running. Enjoy.